G'day, teabaggers. I'll keep this one quick because I hope you're going to enjoy this episode with our podcasting legends, Keith and the Girl. They've had a podcast for nine years. It's incredible. So I hope you enjoy this episode with these guys. I have a couple of plugs. Firstly, uh, January 19th at the Sydney Opera House, the last night of the Willuminati tour. That is selling very well. So uh, if you want a ticket to the Opera House, uh, Justin Hamilton doing support. We're filming the whole thing for a special. It's going to be an amazing night. So January 19th at the Sydney Opera House in the Concert Hall. Uh, also, if you're in Melbourne and you want to see me put together uh, some stuff from my Willuminati show, maybe you saw the show in uh, April at the festival or maybe you missed it and you'd like to see it, um, uh, maybe you just want to see what I've done to it and there'll probably be some new stuff as well, but uh, it'll be mostly me getting stuff ready for uh, the uh, DVD record in January. So I'm going to do a week at the Comics Lounge uh, with Justin Hamilton and Becky Lucas and chances are, um, you know, a Limo or a Chambo or Harley Breen or somebody like that. So some cool comics anyway. Uh, doing a week at the Comics Lounge, uh, Thursday the 27th, the Sunday the 30th of November. I'll be at the Comics Lounge. There's Darwin, there's Kalgoorlie, uh, there's the Perth shows. Um, there's shows right across America. In fact, tonight I'm just about to go and get the high car and drive uh, down to Sunnyvale for Rooster Teeth Feathers. So if you're in that area, maybe you work in the Silicon Valley or something like that, or you know someone who does, I will be at Rooster Teeth Feathers tonight, two shows uh, Friday night, two shows Saturday night, and a show Sunday, I think. Something like that. I don't know. There's a bunch of shows. Uh, Rooster Teeth Feathers can't be hard to find. So uh, come out and see those shows. That'd be fantastic. And of course... Last but not least, the live stream. Uh, thanks so much for the support at the LA Podcast Festival. Charlie and I had the best time. And uh, we will put up the live episode from PodFest at the end when the live stream runs out. I've got uh, four episodes Charlie and I recorded. And then I'll put that one up as the fifth episode of that little run. Uh, so in the meantime, if you want to see the live visual, uh, particularly for the dollop and for Tofop, there was lots of stuff that's worth watching on the live stream if you go to the live stream when you're paying on the checkout page up in the top right hand corner uh, put tofop in there you get five dollars off it's 20 bucks <coughs> to watch <coughs> excuse me it's 20 bucks to watch all the podcasts in the festival um uh, 36 of them or something there is so uh get around that and uh, have a look at that and uh Tofop gets uh, seven dollars for everyone who puts Tofop in there so it's a good way to support the podcast uh if you can't do that or you couldn't be asked doing that then fair enough. Uh, the uh, live podcast will come out uh, in about a month. So uh, thank you very much. Um, hope you enjoy this episode. Uh, there's a cool one with Jen Kirkman coming up uh, next as well. Uh, so uh, like I said, uh, like I'm rambling now. Okay, here's the episode. Enjoy. The following episode of FOFOP is classified MA. It contains some coarse language, some nudity, drug references, a sex scene, time travel, terrible Batman impersonations, a Charlie Clausen pronounced Clausen-shaped hole, and mild coarse language. FOFOP advises that the program is not suitable for persons under the age of 15, and minors must be accompanied by an adult guardian or priest. This is John Deke speaking. Everyone relax, this is Tofop. Ironically, I'm not relaxed. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Fofop, I'm Will Anderson and uh, 
two first-time guests, Charlie Clausens, this week. That's very exciting. This is me uh, fumbling for a bit because I've just set my microphone and then I feel like I've got it a little bit too hot. Uh, Yes, uh, yeah, okay, yes, hello. That's a good start to the podcast. That's what I like. Uh, It's in front of uh, new people as well. So uh, first-time guest, uh, Charlie Clausens, they go in the podcast world by the name of Keith and the Girl, uh, but their real names are Keith and, uh, let's see if I get this right, Hemda. Nice. Hemda. Yeah. 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 I was adding an R before when I was concentrating too much on the start of the name. A lot of people add an R. I don't know where they get it from. They, there's uh, Chamita, Chernda. Chlamydia. Chamada. It must be one of those things, though. That I, I mean, I imagine this is like literally how every single podcast you've ever done has started. <laughs> like when you're a guest on anyone else's podcast, it's like, okay, let's start with your name. You know what? It also starts with our name sometimes with a new guest before the show who hasn't really met us, but we know them, they know us. You know, you're just kind of in the same world, and I'll hear them saying my name wrong. And so I'll text in the same, while in the same room, I'll IM Keith and say, could you, I'm going to walk out of the room, could you do them a favor? Because if you're going to come on, you know, our show and then you're, you're mispronouncing my name, our audience is going to be like, who's this person? So I will leave the room so that Keith can talk to them about my pronunciation without them feeling weird in front of me. <laughs> and then, then she I'll, comes back, hey, are we oh, ready? Yeah, and, I, and I'm the worst liar, so I'll just be like, I just need something from the other room, so I'll just be back. And then when I come back, I'm like, were you guys talking about something? <laughs> <laughs> Just whatever. I don't want to miss out. That's all. You, but you know what? That, that is the exact right approach to that situation because yeah. nobody wants to be saying the, your name wrong. Yeah, right? and, like, I, and totally forgiven. I understand that I'm right. the one from a different country. Right. And, no, yeah, and you understand that like, you know, even if like, at the start you were like, why are people fucking this up? You've had enough experience in your life of people fucking it up to go, no matter how easy you think it is, people clearly fuck it up. Right? Totally. But it's funny it kind of doesn't want to look like she has a big head being yeah. the one that's it's not a, names aren't even important right uh, so let Keith tell you but you know what else I'll but that's, hear that's the best way because like it's like if you had like broccoli in your teeth or whatever you would want to know that you had broccoli in teeth but you don't want me going like hey yeah. You got right. bro- You want that sort of your buddy to be, hey, like, dude, right. while she's out of the room. Right. <laughs> you got broccoli in your teeth. And also, this is how you say her name. Right, right. <laughs> wow, we're here. <laughs> well, it's Keith and the girl, and the girl was Hemda's idea. Because it's too much. The name's Imag- a big reason. Imagine me promoting Keith and Hemda. It'll just be like the... the- the yeah. name of the show will end up being Keith and what? Yeah. You know? So yeah, people are like, it. you know what? I'm not downloading that. Yeah, yeah. I'll get too confused on iTunes. But here's the thing. I'll hear someone with a, a quote, weird name, because I can't say shit like that. And I'll sure. be like, what kind of... Oh, yeah, I have a weird name, too. And so it humbles me as well, because when I can't pronounce your name, I'm like, ugh, what's this? Oh, yeah, it's what everyone goes through with my name. Hemda's the only one who can't laugh at names like Apple and Seven. <laughs> right. <you know? laughs> Do you, do you meet other Hemdas? Do I what? Do you meet other? The weirdest thing in my high school when I was a junior, uh, all of a sudden, and I, I went to high school with a couple thousand people because it was New York, it's giant. Sure. And all of a sudden, some Hemda moved from a different school in Queens to my school, and every single person I knew had to tell me about it. Oh my and God. so we finally met, and we're like, I guess we're supposed to meet. We had the most awkward conversation of, I guess you have my name. Yeah, I guess you have my name. Should we be friends? And we're like, not really. I, right. don't, I don't think we're clicking very well, but the, we were the very The one cool. thing we had in, co- in common <laughs> yeah. is the one thing that made us individuals. <laughs> like, this was... You know right. what I mean? Like the only thing worse than having a name that only one person has is having a name that only one other person has. Because yeah. then you're not even that special. Right. We should have just fought. 
Right. Right. And Get then one of one. you in people's conversations, you always know he's being referred to as Hamda number two. Yeah. That's, right. Yeah. And I think I could have taken her. Right. Yeah. I really oh, well, do. Okay. Well, maybe. Yeah. Then. She had bigger boobs, but I had a bigger heart. Right. <laughs> And that's why we have Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, again, this is probably a question that you guys get asked a lot, but I'm, I ask it as much, you know, for the uh, audience listening at home who might be, you know, new to you and new to your podcast. It's not a new podcast, though. When did you guys start doing it? We started nine years, over nine years ago, March of 2005. We now have over 2,000 shows. So we had uh, Seth Romatelli from Are You Dude on who right. started about like, you know, similar sort mm-hmm. of time, right? Yeah. And to me, that fucking blows my mind because even four years ago when I started, it was like, it's got easier even in that time. Yes. Like now I have, just have this thing that I plug right. all the, you know, microphones in and I fit all a few knobs and it goes straight into my computer and then like I put it through an internet, you know, program that levels it out and then it is loaded up onto the internet. But back then it feels to me like you were just like recording a podcast on a cassette and like strapping it to a pigeon. Like, how we had to talk in ones and zeros in the beginning right and uh, now it's uh, so much easier you should have seen us we went to some you know guitar center or something uh-huh. around our neighborhood and and we said oh yeah we're starting a podcast and there was no here's the podcast kit right so we just had to explain it and then explain it again then we just said you know what we're recording music just give us the thing right. but without music right <laughs> but it has to be very good quality and then he's looking at us like, people want to talk to you? Because yeah. I don't. <laughs> right. This right. Is gonna... I, I don't understand what you guys are looking for, so I don't know what you're going to talk yeah. to people about. Right. And I, th- I even feel like even back when I was doing it, it always felt like there was missing parts in the process. Like it felt like, you know, like the, the computer had worked out what it had to do. Right. And there was maybe like a machine and a microphone you could plug into each other and they could kind. But there was something in the middle that no one had thought about. <laughs> you're like, how does it get from here to here? Right. Like it feels to me. So how did you like, and again, like still we're trying to convince people like, you know, I mean, it's insane to me because I listen to podcasts all the time that people aren't listening to them all the time. Why would you listen to radio in the hope they might talk about something that you like right. in between like, you know, all these things that you don't like? Yes. It's so specialized. You're absolutely right, of course. I really think when, when it's that kind of mentality, it either hasn't come across them yet, which yep. I think it's coming, or it's like what our parents did with like setting the, the uh, VCR right. and then the, the 12 o'clock number just keeps, because right. they're so ridiculous. How do you press the record button? Right. You press, right. you press the one that says record, mom. Yeah. It's I, th- th- I think they they don't really understand what it is, and it scares them. I, I don't know. I guess it scares them. It's it reminds me of I'm into American football, and it reminds me when I talk about it, and somebody else. Oh, that's the, that's the first time he said American football. It's a lot of respect. Lot yeah, of yes, yeah, I usually, appreciate that for the audience. Usually he goes, I'm into the correct football. <laughs> All right, into football. <laughs> where you don't use your feet you know, yeah right you, you'd, you'd lose your mind in Australia these are the two things that like very early when I realised Americans were listening to this podcast that I had to stop saying firstly ice hockey right it's hockey I go, I'd be made very aware of that apparently LA are the world champions of ice hockey not Australia who are the world champions of field hockey hockey right. we would say and the second one is we, like people in Australia still say gridiron oh yeah in, like to refer to like American football right. so and I, I know when I'm in Australia I, I don't ask for the Outback restaurant right yeah I know this <laughs> so yeah you learn yeah <laughs> and and these these people that would say like oh I don't watch football I don't I don't know what's going on well what, what's the difference between the off season and the on season it's like you're not even trying right well what, what is it when you turn your tv off yeah it's off nothing's happening that's uh and what are they like i have they look at the tv i have no idea what's happening you have a clue they're taking the ball one direction 
they probably get points at the end of that direction. It is one of those things. I mean, the big, yeah, because the big one is always like in Australia that people will joke about, like, you know, with uh, in soccer and football, uh, you know, about the offside rule. I just can't understand right. the offside rule. And you're like, Look at these fucking morons. Right. Like, do you really honestly think they've got like a collection of sporting Einsteins together? These guys fucking understand right. it. They, they bang their heads together like freight trains and they put it together. If that Never idiot, mind, all the fans went to Harvard, I guess. Left, yeah, right. This idiot left school at 15 and since then has been bashing a football against his head and he can work it fucking out. I reckon if you sat down for a couple of seconds and you put your Sudoku aside, you could fucking work out the offside rule. No, they look at Keith and they go, we don't understand your sleeveless sensibilities i did i like the fact that you've rocked up sleeveless today do you rock sleeveless like as a i do i do normally um for maybe we hosted some panels at the pod fest and so i wouldn't wear sleeveless then because then it seemed like i was making it about me right i'm just i am i'm comfortable you have these armpits these two heaters sure let them breathe i didn't know how hot your place would be it's very nice but uh, I wasn't sure, so I'm like, all right, let me breathe so I'm not uh, sweating all over the place. I love it. I get made fun of it for it. Uh, you know, people think I'm making some kind of statement. It's 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 easy. It's how everybody should live. I shave my I shave my head. I don't have to mess with that. Uh, uh, this is fine living. I, I mean, like- to be honest, it feels like somebody who doesn't. Oh, no, actually, no. Here's the thing. Okay, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. And again, I ask this hypothetically, not right. you know about this particular situation. Okay. But you talk about the idea of like not wanting to sweat like on my things, right? Right. <laughs> but technically, if you've got like your armpits open, aren't you right. more likely to leave your trail of sweat all over my shit, right? I see what you're saying, but it's more likely he won't sweat. I won't sweat. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. But that's a difficult balance because if you start the sweat, I'm then 40. It's easy. I've been practicing. Right. Okay. Right. right. You I have feel this like you thing going. Okay. Sure. <laughs> he can control his own sweat. I feel like it's, it's the same reason why I wear a dress or a skirt. Lucky that is not useful in any way in society. A, so we had to start a podcast. I've never solved a crime, but it's a, it's a power. It's an ex. Like, not all the X Men are as good as the right. other X Men, right? I'm the, I'm the least helpful watchman. Right. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, you know, and I won't linger on this because I know you have to talk about it all the time, but nine years ago when you start doing a podcast, what, mm-hmm. what even is a podcast? How did people access it back then? How did, what we, did you think you were doing? We, we thought we were just kind of, we didn't think that it would be the main thing. We just thought, I, I didn't even want to do it, <laughs> um, which is partially why it's called Keith and the Girl. Uh, Keith, she wanted her, yeah, anonymity. That uh-huh. went out the window, Yeah. <laughs> And you thought that you know, well, you could, you could always get another girl, like you know, if you if, if I need to, if I need to move on. Like, and he did. We broke up, and he got married. Right. <laughs> I'm here for the podcast. Right. I, <laughs> I don't think you're allowed to say Keith and the girl on your wedding certificate. <laughs> we haven't gone that liberal yet, have we? Rush Limbaugh's going to have a breakdown if he hears that you can just put Keith and the girl. Actually, he's probably in favour of that. Right, right. Just as long as it's not Keith That's and sad, the guy. Yeah, it's right. fine. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it would have been handy for him. <laughs> we thought we thought we would just get you know a few listeners, and uh, then uh, that would promote maybe Keith's stand up or something, and, and then kind of singing. Yeah, but you know, how would my singing really come into play other than now people are knowing me as the girl? No, we didn't think it through. That's but what yeah, we, thought, we, though. <laughs> we really didn't think it through. All we thought was if we're going to record something and give it to people, it it better be good, and we're going to take that part seriously. And it just it just started snowballing into this thing. And then we had to quit our jobs because it started taking over everything we were doing, all our time, all our energy. And we started making money to it, doing it. Right. Yeah, because that's an interesting moment, isn't it? That moment yes. where you're like, I'm leaving my job it's a scary mo- for was, my podcast. 
yeah, yeah. It and was it was so for something that's brand new. It was very scary. And were you doing it five days a week at that stage, or was that something that came later? Five days a week, half hour, and then two weeks to a month, we did it an hour. So we, we now do it at least an hour, five days a week. Yeah, see that that's amazing. And you record it like five days a week, like, or do you sometimes like bank a couple and then, we, or is we, that a mystery that I should not be? No, talking it's fine. About? We <laughs> happen to batch as a favor because as a favor, we, um, <laughs> as a favor to give. That's how we list. that's how we consider it, guys. As a favor to you guys, we occasionally we'll do some things as a favor. Well, we when we are in LA, we <laughs> but maybe one day we will ask you guys for a favor. <laughs> that day may never come. Just enjoy the show. Please enjoy the show. Hey, I'm the podfather. <laughs> um, we wanted them to have something when we were in LA, so we happened to batch a couple. But uh, in general, uh, we do it that day so that everything stays fresh. You know, I don't, uh, I'm afraid there's going to be another 9 11, and I'm just uh, top, talking flippantly about some movie I saw, you know? Right. So I, I like right. every, I like Because that, that'll be the big be. issue post another 9 11. Right. I don't want them talking about Inaccur- me. Inaccurate podcast. <laughs> that'll be, that, that'll be, then the nation will really suffer. Because last time around, podcasts weren't a big thing. So right. no one's seen the effect that that sort of act of terrorism would have on the podcast industry. I'm glad you understand. I'm sure your listeners understand yeah, so that. You get it. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to, like, I mean, here's the thing. I mean, I know Marin got like a big bounce out of the fact that, like, Robin, now, obviously, Marin didn't want Robin Williams to die, right? right? But he put that interview up that was right. the famous interview where Robin Williams talked about that and got a massive amount of downloads like that now again Marin didn't do that like cynically i'm just saying that when something tragic happened he got a bounce out of it right something positive happened mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. if say for example one of the people on those planes and i hope this never happens i'm not putting it out there please hello to everyone from the, please don't do it hello to everyone uh, from the american nsa who is obviously now listening to this <laughs> podcast all i'm saying is if there could be a guest or two has appeared on this podcast so that I can release the podcast and I can get that sort of sweet bounce. I'm just saying it shouldn't have to be a tragedy for everyone, right? You're, you're right. saying that if someone's thinking of committing suicide that they have a spot on your show just before. I'm just saying, like, or just have had one at some stage. Like, you know what? I mean, you know. If you have nothing to live for. if you Yeah. yeah. What, what, Say hi to Will. Help a friend out on the way out. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's been doing favors for you for how many episodes? Right. How right. many favors have you got? Yeah. 200 I mean, yeah. favors since the reincarnation. Uh, yeah. You know? I told you this day would never come, but <laughs> it came. I'm sorry to tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you guys are New Yorkers, born and bred. Where, what's... No. She was born in New York. I was born in Israel. She's, ah, see, see why we broke why, up? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Israel? Yes. Are you Jewish? Well, I used to be. I'm an atheist now. Okay, okay. Right. Uh, Are you culturally Jewish still or not at all? I shed as much of it as possible, uh-huh. but I can't escape what my face looks like. So people insist that I'm Jewish. Right. And, and I said, I'm like, well, you know, I, I was raised Jewish, but I'm an atheist now. And I've had Jews argue with me, no, no, you'll always be a Jew. <laughs> right. And then I go, I reject you. How about that for being a Jew? And they're like, yeah, yeah, you're still part of us. It's cool. You're just like me. Is it because in case another war comes, they want the numbers up? I think they don't want people looking like me saying that God is not real. Right. And what's like the, you know, it's their version of like, you know, when Scientology hunt people down that, you know, like after they leave Scientology. It's like, you know, it's not good for the brand to have too many people out there looking like you going around saying there is no God. Right. Like most people have the, you know, the cultural Jewish aspect where they go, look, there's no God. But, you know, I'm still going to go to dinner with my family on a Friday night. Like, you know, there's some... (laughs) 
I mean, I'm going to eat bagels, but right. that's as far as it goes. I have not been invited to the last couple big Jewish holidays because my family is done. I'm done and we're just done. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, but like, I mean, from what I know about Jewish holidays, they happen a lot. So that could just mean you haven't talked to people for about a week and a half, right? right? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a good point. <laughs> that's that's the only that's the level of like what I would consider a race joke I will do. Like my <laughs> cuz my thing is that that area is not an area that like particularly as a white man and a white man from Australia. Like there's never a particular like I have a bit of a fun you guys saw me do some stand about the Outback Steakhouse right. and I love doing that bit cuz I accuse Americans of being racist because it's so ridiculous that an Australian would think that anything's like racist like in America yeah I mean that's the whole point is me like meant to be overreacting to this idea but yeah. even when I was doing that joke then I was going nah the, the, the Jews do have a lot of religious holidays is this an acceptable <laughs> joke for me to make that doesn't cross into like yes mate yeah <laughs> <laughs> So you you were four years old when you came to New York, right? Yeah, I grew up in New uh-huh. York. Yeah. Okay. So I speak Hebrew and English, but I, I don't like to reveal that I speak Hebrew in front of Israelis. Oh, we met this guy the other day. Okay, he was at PodFest, and uh-huh. I hope he's listening. His name is Gil. Okay. And, um, so Gil. It, was, it was right after our live show at, at the festival, and we were going out to get a bite to eat, and a uh-huh. few people were coming with us. And, and as a favor, we let them come with us. Right. <laughs> you guys are just doling out favors. Whatever. That's how you stay on top. I enjoyed how, as a favor, if they entered your code in the live stream, they got right. $5 off. You guys were dishing out financial favors over the weekend. We don't mind. So this this guy starts talking to me on the way out, and I sit and I'm talking to him for a little bit, and I'm like, "Hey, everyone's waiting for me to go and eat." And he says, "Oh, I'm also going to eat." And he was part of the festival. Sure. And I said, "You should join us." We were about eight, maybe ten people, and so he comes with us. It turns out he speaks Hebrew, so he's speaking Hebrew to me, which is fine. But when he starts speaking Hebrew in front of other people that don't understand, and we're all in a conversation together, and it's just this inside joke, I just I, or, or this inside something, I'm like. I just respond in English because... Even though he's not necessarily saying anything other he, people shouldn't hear. There's no secret about what he's saying. He just wants to sort of do this thing. Right. We've got on, this secret language. On top of which... It'd be the which, same if you like you like two Star Trek people like sat next to each other and started talking Klingon or whatever, he, he, right? Like It's, it's like, just like that. Right. <laughs> they both sound the same to me, bro. <laughs> on top of that, I think he was hitting on me, and then I and I I dropped the fiance right. thing. He dropped the girlfriend thing, but it, but it doesn't but, bother me. I have right. a girlfriend. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> yeah, that's in fact, fine. We're you know what? That. I've got kids. I'm all in. <laughs> <laughs> my level is fed up is way more than you. Right. <laughs> but I ended up moving my seat because I'm like, I think we need a little time right. out over here. Uh-huh. I move my seat. The food comes. He's like, hey, your food's over here. You should move over here. And I go, no, just pass me my food. And he goes, no, no, just come over here. Come and get it. Why? It's in my van. This is so reminiscent of the situation in the Middle East. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have just summed that up in a perfect. See, that's why it I can't would, be solved. If you look at it, like, <laughs> Gil is Hamas. <laughs> <laughs> how, how can't you be on Israel's side? You know what I mean? <laughs> All right, that should be enough stuff that guarantees it's you two in that plane. So he's, he's, 
<laughs> He's Hamas and I'm hummus. Right, right. Yeah, right. Oh, that's nice. It's like a sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> new on NBC. You know, be. they are going a little like, you know, that's the, the new thing with the big, all the big networks now, which is like there's a spate of like more culturally based shows. I don't know. Is that what we're noticed. calling it? Culture? I don't. When you name a show blackish? Right. <laughs> right, right. Culturally blackish. Right. And there's, but there seems to be a bunch of those sort of like, you know, where they're just going, we're going after like the Latino market here or we're going yeah. after like, you know, the blackish Yeah, and they get, they get someone who's off white and call right. him brown. Right. And just be like, look at this. We're not that afraid. He's on our network. I know. It's just like you did with your president. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, but... <laughs> But he doesn't say racist jokes. He's above that. He stays away from race. He lets you think about it in your head. And I leave here thinking I'm a bad person. But if I think back, he said everything. It's really funny. Um, uh, Tell me about the podcast when you first started to feel like there's people listening to this. When did you first become aware that it was like a, a thing that some people were responding to? I think when we got hate mail. Right. I think so, right? Jeff the jerk off? Yeah. Right. Well, particularly back then, because like there's like you've gone out of your way to listen to a podcast. Yeah. You know, to get to that point, you're like, man, like you didn't just fucking stumble your way here. Like right. you have made such a fucking effort to get this. And back then it seemed a little you know, it seemed like something more. Yeah, you're going out of yeah. your way. You're not trying the several ones that are very popular. Right. You're just you're you're actually you're trying podcasting through us. You're not trying our show through podcasting. I feel like there's And a this was also there. before, like again, people won't remember this, people of this late recent generation and how short our time spans are. He's but just trying to tell everybody we're old. Right, right, right. This is before Twitter. And like yeah. so the thing that Twitter has taught us all is that everyone hates everyone and everything. And once you realize that, that like hate is just this white noise and it doesn't matter. If you spend one minute of your fucking day caring about someone who hates you over trying to do something cool for the people who fucking enjoy what you do, favors. then you're wasting your fucking time. <laughs> yeah. Favors when you're trying to give, do favors for people who should owe you favors. <laughs> But why would you do fucking favors for people who don't like you? This is my point, right? You can't help it. Yeah, I'm so generous. It's just a blanket of favors. <laughs> right. And it's going to go to the evil people too. Yeah, but back then we didn't like, I mean, I think now everyone's like, oh yeah, right. We live in the block and ignore world, right? Don't feed the trolls, you know? And I get that. And I think it's really powerful. I know. But back then when you were getting feedback like that, you were like, oh my God. Like- we turned a whole show into Jeff the Jerk Off. And you know what? Keith will neglect his work to answer some guy who wrote this long email he'll write back and start a fight with him then read it on the show and I'm like don't you have some editing to do any Dude. kind of work I'm like this this is a show material right it's content yeah it's important right <laughs> <laughs> no I, I do enjoy it uh, uh, that's his favorite a nice uh, you know death letter oh let's talk <laughs> I like that how do you first engage like what's I, your like what do you go with straight away do you go on the front foot or do you like like kind of ease your way into the situation There's with some no humor like, he's not wearing sleeves there's no easing into <laughs> no easing. Like, he can't be that hot a for point. a minute no that's a good point if there's a I, I just I did hear about his amazing sense of temperate temperature regulation yeah. that he had before so I didn't know if that was also a temper thing it's hard to have this power and be atheist right. it's like there's gotta be it's a god <laughs> um They'll write, they always write these real long letters. Of course, everything's spelled wrong. And then I'll write back, how do you mean? (laughs) (laughs) And then another big long letter. And then then you'll write, you're being a goofball. Right. Sometimes I'll write, uh, LOL. (laughs) Sometimes uh, you're being goofy. 
uh, and then I'll interact. It only takes, you know, it's not taking so much time. It's just a sentence or two. But right. yeah, and then it's mostly done on the shitter, so it's okay. Yeah, and 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 most of the time, but you're just essentially giving them the fucking Indiana Jones treatment. You know that scene from Indiana Jones where like the dudes got all the fucking whips and knives yeah, and whatever yeah. the shit is and does all the like big business, and then Indy just fucking shoots him. Yeah, yeah, right. That's what you're doing. I, just, uh, it's like you do all your fucking nonsense, I think and then I'm just going to give you a little fucking shot to the head, and you can fuck off. I, I like the long letter, and then I'll write back. No, no thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> they get heated. That, nothing better. That is, yeah, that's brilliant. But then you have the people, they, you know, it, it's fan in the way that it's the word fanatic and they, they hate me or they hate us. And, but they'll, they'll keep listening and keep writing detailed letters, meaning you are listening to every Intently. second. You are listening close. And then I only listen to laugh at you and laugh at your ignorance. I'm like, okay, that's still another person. Right, thing. yeah. Leave an <laughs> iTunes writing. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> no, but I find that interesting because, like, uh, you know, this. I mean, I'm very aware that there are people who are not so fond of what I do. And, um, like, the funny thing is sometimes, like, you know, you'll get feedback from somebody going, like, you know, I used to hate you and now I listen to the podcast and I like it. But I'm like... The period of time, like I get where we are now, right. but what was that period of time where you hated me so much that you were also listening to my podcast? Like For this how, long. How did that happen? Yeah. Like, and what were you, like, what what horror did I have in your right. heart during that time that you were just... And why is it fun and socially acceptable to tell me you hated me so much? I need you to know. Right. When I first listened to you regularly, yeah. it was horrid and angered me in such a manner but now i want you to know that i appreciate what you do right but it's also very specific like we will talk shit about absolutely everything but then let's say we we bring up autism or something and of course we're you know poking fun at everything we'll get the letter saying autism Right, and well, it's really angering people. I mean, no, no, but there's like, I mean, I don't know if you've seen that new television show, Scorpion. Do you know, no, do you know this it. show? It's like uh, one of those big, it's kind of like, you know, numbers or monk meets criminal minds right. or like whatever. But it's based on a real life story about this guy who's like this, you know, genius who set up this like genius club of geniuses to help the government when they need genius shit done, right? But none of them know how to order coffee. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> but that, that is, that is literally what it is. That's their tagline. They had to get like, so one of the storylines is like the main genius guy he meets this like woman in a like in a diner she's working at a diner and she has like an autistic son who's like you know gifted in that mathematical way as well and they bond and she goes to work for them because they don't know how to relate to human beings and she does so you're absolutely right right but that's one of those shows that he's like could not be more pro-autism like that, the whole show is like, because it's all about like, hey, guess what? Or, like if you have autism, you might like be a superhero. That's what the whole show is. Oh, I'm giving my kid all the vaccines. I mean, I... <laughs> okay, you never know. I want a smart one. I, yeah, I don't know if we went that positive on the show, but somebody will write in saying, how dare you talk about autism? This is, right. you know, my son has it, blah, blah, blah. And, and we write back or we respond back on the show saying, so you were okay with the black jokes that we were making, the Jew jokes, the, you know, Keith crossing off entire countries off his globe because right. he's pissed off. We don't need that serious. was all okay. Right. Right. No, I get that. And and, and what's yeah, funny and is, you know what you've got to have a little autistic license. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm so sorry, everybody. I'm so sorry. But what's I funny could too? Not walk past that. He, he had sorry. He had sorry on his face right. as he was saying it. He held it's up a true. piece of paper and said, "Sorry, guys. I'm going for it." Uh, it. What's funny too, though, is when it's not. It it could be I dislike the movie, and someone right. will get 
extremely angry. Had no problem with me simplifying Israel versus Hamas, but this, uh, my, how I didn't like the equalizer was incredibly offensive. No, but I, I think that's the most interesting thing about it is like, even the idea that anyone out there thinks that you have to agree with, right. every, like, I, I don't agree with everything you think or that you think. Like, we I'm don't sure agree with each other right. on the show. And why, so I don't know why the in right. the audience you're like, and like, and, and also the fact that like, you know, I will like defend things that i know uh like I, my thing is always that the, the, the dark knight rises is a flawless movie and it's flawless not a flaw in it one line one line in the entire movie but i What's won't hear line? any i'm batman this one bit when batman comes back to like and bane's like you came back to die with your city and he says no i came back to stop you he shouldn't say anything he should he should just bash him in the face because he's fucking batman and batman doesn't say things yeah like that. he's batman or he should say oh that's if, not even a plot or he should that's say preference or he should say if that's what it takes. The only flaw in an otherwise perfect, perfect, perfect diamond. Not a blood diamond, a perfect or He's so diamond. sincere right, right now. Yeah, that's like, insane. It's I, cute. It's insane. Like, I, and this is my point. What if Batman? I understand it's insane. How the fuck did he get from the prison back to Gotham when he had no fucking stuff in here? I get it. Won't hear a word about it. This is my point. If I'm happy to say that out loud on this podcast, why the fuck do you give a shit about whether I think there's a God or what my opinion is on Syria? Like... Why the fuck would you care? If it, you're entertained by it, bless you. Buy a T-shirt, leave an iTunes rating. But at the end of the fucking day, I'm not running for parliament. It's not mandatory to listen to. It's not mandatory. It's fucking free. Like, just either enjoy yourself or don't. Otherwise, shut the fuck up. Would you have been pleased if Batman said, no, thank you? <laughs> yeah, sure. I'd be fine with that. That would have been enough. Or just lol, like you, giving it a little bit of fucking... <laughs> You seem goofy today. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so tell me then. So you were in New York since you were four. Uh, tell me what you, what your background I was born, is then, Keith. I was born in the country, um, close to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Would you like another beer? I'm going to get another I would one love for myself. Beer. Thank you. Okay. You guys keep talking. All right, I'll fill people in. I'm, I was from the country. And <laughs> And I've been in, uh, I knew I was going to come to L.A. or New York just because those were the biggest places. And I think I saw one New York movie more than I saw an L.A. movie. So I'm like, all right, let me go to the big city. And I've been here almost 20 years. No, but tell them what it took to get here. Just and the, the, the shenanigans. No, how did you even raise the money? Oh, right. Hang on, but when you say the country, where's the country? Where, like, where were you from? Uh, close to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, but... Uh, the real country, like okay. farmland. Farm. And, that. and it was, were your parents farmers? No, but they had uh, so many acres that they rented out to farmers. His okay. father was a Catholic priest. Right. Oh, yes. Okay. That explains a lot. Broke the rules. Uh, there's explains about, a lot. There's five of us. Um, and uh, that yeah, a guy so, that's why you don't like sleeves. It was like he got rid of the collar, you got rid of the right. sleeves. Yeah. It's like, fuck this. <laughs> fuck this unnecessary shit. Everything's got to be deeper, I'm sure. <laughs> Um, so kind of saying, uh, I, I wanted to move to the city, but I, I didn't have any money. And there was a, I think it's, I think I ran them out of business, but there was a company called Finger Hut and you would buy things, but you didn't have to pay right away. And then you can pay in payments, but everything was jacked up. The prices were jacked up. But if you're willing to pay later and slowly over time, that's fine. Uh, I, I got a computer, I got some other things 
and uh, never paid and sold all these things right away at a garage sale and then came to New York. Right. Yeah. Uh, does Finger Hut still exist? No. Sorry. No, that's Finger probably Hut. why, right? Yeah. <laughs> Five Finger Hut. <laughs> <laughs> It's just the guy who used to be CEO now getting fingered in a hut. Right. That's actually what his life is now because it all fell apart because you saw the obvious flaw in his otherwise perfect plan to make money. But the upside is the company name makes more sense now. Right, right. Right, yeah. I know. (laughs) I mean, it makes a lot more money, to be honest. If you actually started... You know it's what? A better is, market. Is that not a business that you could do? Like have a business? Finger people? Like sure. where you can finger people, yeah, right? Absolutely. Like a little finger hut. Yeah. Just like, like once a week. Like Pizza Hut, you could have a drive through. Like if you don't come in 30 minutes, it's free. It'd be the whole same marketing, right? Yeah, but what's on that buffet? Right. I, I mean, I want to know what that is. I want to go to Finger Hut. <laughs> right, it'd be illegal here, right? Because these prostitution's illegal in New York, right? It'd be, you wouldn't, it'd be in America, we're pro- getting more and more progressive that you wouldn't be able to pick what kind of fingers you want. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> and so I don't know. can't take the joy out of it. Right. Okay. Well, maybe that's... I mean, a finger's a finger, right? Sure. <clears throat> ask, well, let now me, I'm going to look at different people's hands. Okay. Well, let me, let me ask you this yes. hypothetically, Certainly. right? Now, it's hypothetical. Uh, yes. You're married, right? Yes. Okay. So hypothetically, and I mean this genuinely hypothetically, right. but... Your hypotheticals seem always genuine. Right. Yeah, now, I'm not being serious when I talk about somebody fingering your wife. I'm right. hypothetical. No, okay. So you're going to be the person who. Um, oh no, hang on. You're okay. So here's the thing. Yeah. Your wife loses her hand in a, a tragic. Oh, baby. Li- lightsaber related accident. I feel it like it was I a really should... cool thing. It was, I'm so I, I know it was really cool. I'm so like, sorry, Keith. <laughs> should I? <laughs> I guess I had more resentment than I thought. <laughs> I feel like I should call her. <laughs> so um, they, they say we can. Uh, the good news is that a guy has just like uh, also like died in some accident, and you can have his hand. Such good news, right? Okay, right, right. And it actually fits her arm really well. He I feel was like, this like is a, a horror movie I saw, but go ahead. this was like a dainty. It's like a dainty, like it's a dainty hand for a man, right? Like he did indoor work, no heavy okay. lifting. Do you know right. what I mean? Like he was manicured once a week. It was a twink. It was like a twink. It was okay. a twink's hand, okay. right? And um, you really know how to, you know how to paint a picture, right? right. So I think now, I see where this is going. Now your wife has a twinks, a male, a man's, a right. man's hand. Right. Like, are you still? Uh, are you fine with like, her, her fingering her stuff with that hand? Yeah, or, and or giving you hand jobs? Well, it took a while for her the surgery to actually go through. Right, and she ended up learning how to do everything with her other hand, and she's more comfortable doing. <laughs> it. But, but secretly, like she's, she's, like, she's now marching in like pride parades, but like right. only waving one hand right. is like a little, like, un, little bit of me understands the struggle, guys. I, of course, <laughs> I wouldn't mind. Uh, I'm very mature, but uh, mm. she actually prefers using the natural hand. She mm. actually uses both hands and starts calling him bisexual. Right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, nice. <laughs> well, that's fine. I mean, come on. That's the exception, right? That, that's the fun. That's because sexuality yes. is a spectrum. <laughs> okay. So, um, how how much of uh, yeah the city you live in informs the podcast? Do you think I'm always interested in that because uh, I was talking to Seth uh, as I mentioned from my year dude and he was saying it was an unusual thing to do what essentially is a podcast that is mostly listened to in Australia, but you know recording it here, you know, so you kind of like you know you guys are sitting here at my kitchen table in you know West Hollywood in LA and you know a lot well i mean people listening to it all over the world as you guys know but like but the most people who will listen to this will be in australia a country that i don't even know if you've ever even heard visited of? <laughs> you've heard of it right well, yeah. uh, Outback Steakhouse. Not, right, right, right. <laughs> i've kind of been there yeah 
Our downloads are pretty are pretty reasonable. Australia's yeah. uh, good for us. Yeah. How do you say nice things about a lot of downloads? Um, uh, we no, have that's, that's we good. have that's a decent a, that's amount. A good, of, that was a nice way yeah. of saying it. <laughs> uh, when when She's we like, we have a huge audience in Australia, <laughs> we're massive there. <laughs> but it's in you know it's an English speaking country, yeah. and we speak English, and it's available wherever, so it's not completely crazy. We have had a. a a bunch of Australians come over when we have what what we do is Kate uh, Keith and the Girl Week in April, and there's a bunch there's a bunch of yous that come, right? And one kangaroo, and one can- <laughs> kangaroo. We do let make them leave their boomerangs at the door. It's uh, right. it's New York City. We're very strict about we, weapons. Yeah. we give them a frisbee though, just to be yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. Just, just so uh, they have something in their hands so they don't feel weird. Yeah. In case yeah. of emergency. Absolutely, <laughs> it's really nice. You you don't want to feel naked. And, I mean, you know. if only we did that with guns, and we just handed people like a water pistol <laughs> or like a Nerf gun, right? It's, they tried doing that with carry. sneakers here. They give us your gun, we'll give you sneakers, right? right, right? right. Yeah, yeah. That's how, that's how wonderful this country is. Maybe we could tone it down. Maybe that's how we start with guns. We say to people, okay, we won't take your guns, but we're just going to replace them with paintball guns for a start. Like, so you can still like shoot, but it's right. like paint. And then we like ease it out like gradually. Maybe that's the... I think you're our next president. Right. So maybe you are running for right. something important that people should be judging you. I wasn't born in this country, but I believe that if I can just like, you know. Ah, neither was Obama. Yeah, it was fine. <laughs> I never saw his paperwork. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Just get showed the paperwork. Right. It was the worst thing. <laughs> the worst thing to ask for. Plus, Hawaii is a different country, let's face it. <laughs> but to answer your question, yeah, as a podcast, we could technically do it anywhere right save save money on a where our studio is that kind of thing uh, there's an energy to new york a that we love b y- yeah there's just there's just fodder every day at a happenstance and so yeah i i, I think it gives the show an energy that otherwise might not be there i feel like it does i just can't i just there's part of me that make you know when you, you say that you do five days a week right i i just can't really imagine anywhere else that right. you could do a five day a week podcast. Like, I don't feel like in our life, people would be like, what? People would just think you were crazy here. Right. They'd be like, people don't even want to work five days a week in their actual Period. jobs. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like crazy. I don't know if you've ever tried to have a meeting on a Friday afternoon, but it's insane. I was like, did The Walking Dead happen? Like, seriously, there's still like half a day left and you're not coming in until lunchtime on Monday. What the fuck are you people doing? Meanwhile, in Israel, they, they work six days a week. I told that to my friend. She goes, for what? For shekels? Right. <laughs> and then laughed maniacally. <laughs> so did you, did you make the visit back? Like, because that's a traditional thing for people to do, right? Like, is that, you know, because do you have to go back and like serve in the military or anything? Is that, am I crazy when I say things no, like no, that? No, no, I did. I had to go back. I would have had to go to the army because technically because I was born there, as soon as I come into the country when I'm of age, when I'm 18 and over, they won't let me out until I do it. But because I was raised here, I was able to go to some army base and, and get out. But the thing is, is I speak Hebrew. So I go up to them and I go, listen, I don't live here but I'm speaking in Hebrew. I don't live here. I didn't grow up here. I'm, I'm getting out of the army. And they're like, yeah, okay. Why don't you talk to this person? And they keep passing me from person to person. I'm getting really frustrated. I'm also on vacation in Israel. It's not like I actually live there. So I finally decided they don't believe me. I'm speaking in Hebrew and I'm telling them I don't belong here and I need out of the army, the thing that everyone's supposed to do. Right. So I get to the next person. I speak in English. She's so frustrated. She's just like, get out of here. Here's the signed paper. <laughs> and that was the solution. It so, is, it, that's, I mean, that is one of the, the horrible things about life because the universe would work better if like, people were rewarded for good behavior. Yes. But they're not. 
Right. Like the best way to get out of something is complain. The best way to like, you know, in that situation yeah. is to make someone's day less enjoyable and they will just fucking write rather than the person who's like, like you said, you were trying to do it the right way. Yep. You were trying to speak them in something they can understand. Nah, fuck that. That's not <laughs> how the world works. Right. But New York has a bit of that. Like, see, here's the thing about New York that's interesting to me. I love New York. I mean, I've, like it's very, I mean, I think people have already heard good things about, you know, New York. Yeah, and I, I think, think we could stop I, there because obviously everyone lives in New York and you right. have no other point. And I will have, I love New York t-shirts available. <laughs> no one's no one's ever done those, right? They're, they're my new t-shirts. Uh, so it's a great city, but it's a city that I think as an Australian, I mean, there's heaps of Australians there, but I think my, I, I came here and this was about like LA for me as an Australian, the energy of it is like, I think I'll get burnt up a bit by New York. I think a New York, New York might just be a bit too much for like a, for a dude like me who is a little bit more of a sensitive soul than like, you know, I think I'd just get to like the the, the third day and somebody would be mean to me and I'd like go home. <laughs> yeah, you know what? And and it works the opposite for me because I grew up in New York. I, I'll say things and people are like, well, why don't you just say how you feel right. like in a sarcastic tone? Oh. And I just think, oh, was I, was I being more blunt than I thought I was? You know, I just told you what was happening and I feel like this would be a little too more too easygoing for me and I'll just be yelling at everybody and then they'll think I'm a psychopath <gasps> that's how you have so many crazies it's all the New Yorkers that moved here maybe what there's so, what is it about New York that uh, it does seem like it moves at a faster pace you know maybe it's so many people right. in such a small area eight million people this an island you can walk uh, and I guess you know, but it's if also you, that if you're even, not on the top of your game, even the traffic thing, though. Like yeah. because here, like you know, like you will get arrested for jaywalking. You've yeah. got to cross at the walkways. My friend, they're thought, serious about that. My friend thought he was Jesus the other day because he accidentally walked across the road because he was from Australia and looked in the opposite direction, and the yeah. cars all stopped. Like that's because that's what people do here, right? In New York, you yeah. would just get run over and everyone right. would cheer. Like you know, you walk through that city and there are cars stopped and they're in the middle of intersections and there's just people weaving through every available space and it just keeps going. Yeah, No yeah, one I would, gives a shit. It just weaves in and out of each other. And absolutely. I would not let Keith drive because we used to get nowhere when he drove because he's right. used to driving in the country. And I'm like, go, go make a left, do it. And he's like, no one's letting me. The people are crossing the street. The cars are going. And I go, not... Who asked you if anyone let you do <laughs> right. anything? Do it or don't. <laughs> You're starting a job that doesn't exist. Right. right. Make a left. <laughs> <laughs> You're a podcaster. Turn the wheel. Yeah, the Jesus isn't going to take this one. Drivers in LA, we've noticed oh, this. Oh, a bunch of assholes. They... There, there is something how you're saying like in in New York, yeah, yeah. You don't if you don't fuck around, you people will let you go wherever you need to go. I don't know if nobody's in a hurry in L.A., but they never make a weird laugh. That you know what I mean? They they're like, all right, if I miss where I, where I can go, I have to go all the way around, make make you know like two three rights. And then I can go to that left I was supposed to be. They, you, you stop on the side of the road. You're not really in anybody's way. They honk, no stop. And it's like I don't know. I have shit to do. You can't, you can't break any of the rules here. Right. You can't even cross the street where you want. I mean, that's the one that I'm like. There's a part of me that's like, fuck you. I'm an adult. Yeah. You're letting people carry guns around, and I, as a fucking 40-year-old man, am not allowed to make the fucking choice to cross a fucking road by myself. Do I have to grab an adult's fucking hand? Fuck you. And there should Fuck be a... you with your stupid fucking rules, America. Literally, there's a yeah. dude over there with a gun in his fucking pants, and I can't fucking duck across until the fucking war 
Without exaggeration, Henda sees a homeless guy shitting in his hand, but we have to wait until the light changes. And he was waiting until the light changes. Right, right. It turned green, and he was right there. Hang on, was he's this sh- in New York or in LA? In LA, he's uh-huh. shitting his hand. He looks yeah. at Henda jaywalking, like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Well, maybe that was, I mean, that's how angry it is at jaywalking, yeah. that he shits himself. He really Again, gives a shit. He, he also has a terrible X-Men power. Right. <laughs> like, he's like, I didn't want this. I was born this way. What, just because Wolverine's one is cooler, he gets a fucking movie, but when I spot jaywalking and I shit myself, where's my franchise, right? You need to grow the sideburns. That'll fix all your problems. Right. How does the Fantastic Four work together? Right. What can we do uh, yeah. between your no sweat, yes sweat tech power? Surely we can be a team. Wait, what can we mix with the shit? Like, like a minor team. <laughs> this can be handy for us. Yeah, I, I mean, it is. They, I mean, the homeless thing is confronting to me as well. So that's in, an interesting topic uh, because... We are so concerned. I was thinking about this the other day. Uh, uh, people have heard me tell this story already, but I, I still have a terrible old phone. Like it's the, up there. Like it's like a burner phone from the wire. Right. Right. Uh, and I, I'm, I mean to replace it, but I just, I, I'm, it's not a big priority and I haven't got around to it. But it's become a bit of a bane of my existence now. So uh, anyway, I'm walking down the street the other day and a homeless guy comes up to me and I don't kind of spot him. I've got my headphones on and he's in my face and he's clearly like a mess or something. And like, he says to me, uh, the devil told me to stab you and take your phone, right? Like just in the middle of the street. That's so And I was scary. like, it was just like one of those moments where you're like, oh, yeah, right. This is, this is, it. This is what happens. Yeah. Like some, he's just like a crazy person on drugs and he's hearing a voice and this all makes complete fucking sense to him right now. Right. And so anyway, uh, I ended up like talking him into, like I said, why don't I buy you a beer instead and gave him some money to like go to the 7-Eleven and yeah. buy a beer and kind of talk you to him. You bought your about, life. How much was your life? Five bucks. Nice. Yeah, nice. right. <laughs> like on the spot, I thought that I was like, nice one, Ando. <laughs> Fucking good reactions, MacGyver. I was like, <laughs> and then you get changed back. Right. Yeah. Oh, mate, I've only got a 20, though. So could you just. Uh, uh, so <laughs> but my point is that one guy tries to light his shoes on fire on a plane, right? right? And then forevermore, everybody who catches a plane has to take their shoes off, right? But. A system is set up in this country that mentally ill people are released onto the street all the time. And that is much like your life is much more likely to be taken by someone who should not be in that situation, who doesn't know what they're doing, than it is by sure. some like it's just it's Let me crazy tell you something. Me. It's not just your toilets that swirl backwards. We are just backwards from you. you <laughs> right. It's just it it's terrible. Even the jail system is ridiculous. There's no rehabilitation. There's just sending people out on the street that are more equipped to kill you better, faster, easier. And haha, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but it's true. It's like high. It's like a high altitude training camp for fucking yeah. criminals. You're like you, some dude who just had a fucking bag of weed, and now yeah. suddenly he knows how to fucking break into your car and fucking load a weapon. And it's like, well, because suddenly he has all that time to exercise. I'm. I don't have that much time to exercise. Right. Right. I go to but jail. also the other thing is, you have to fucking learn how to survive if you go to jail. Yeah. Like you start making some fucking big choices. Maybe you weren't a guy who was willing to fucking stab someone or threaten someone before you went into right. jail. But rather than being the person who stabbed or threatened, suddenly you're like, you know what? 
Like, I, I, and okay. the guards know let me, that. Let me ask you this question, like, again, hypothetically, hypothetical, okay. but I like, yeah. All right. <laughs> Can't be okay. offensive, it's hypothetical. This is his autobiography title, hypothetically. I want to know. Let's say I lose my right tit. Yeah. <laughs> it's hypothetical, but with an I, not a Y. I, uh, sorry, I get stoned, and then all I want to do is ask people stupid questions about it. what their life's like. So tell me this, then. Um, you get sent to prison. Right. What I do. What do you do? What uh, did he, I do? He went oh, into prison. <laughs> you went to prison? No, no. Well, yeah. I, oh, what did uh, you do to get into prison? Um, okay, I got confused yeah. there for a second. I thought you were like, you were like, oh, no, I've done some time. I was like, oh, okay. I was in jail for two months when I was 18 for bad checks. I, I, uh, was, I tried to get a loan for $3,000. Uh-huh. It ended up being a scam. Uh, never got the money. But meanwhile, I'm given checks for pizza, a pair of jeans, this kind of thing. And then right. I'm in jail. Right. So I, I might be ready. Go ahead. I'm in so, jail. You went from the finger hut to the finger house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> he's in the big finger house. He lived a okay. squeaky clean so life. So when you go to prison for two months, what sort yes. of prison do you get sent to? A jail. As a, uh, they, they could tell I was in trouble, and they put me in a room with a, about 10, 12 other people. Okay. And, and, and again, please you know, answer as much or as little you know, sure. of this as you feel comfortable with me okay. answering. No, don't don't let him it, feel comfortable. Was it threat? Like... Did you feel threatened while you were in there? I was scared at first, but no, then I wasn't threatened. Okay, I didn't feel threatened. All right. Do you so, think? Do you think that your size has something to do with it? I didn't. I was. I used to. And be, also that you were kind of in the country, like it's not, you know, a, a hardcore jail. Uh, you still like uh, you had one guy like uh, molested children, but they knew if he was in regular population, you'd get the shit beat out of right. him. Right. And he still he would get the shit beat out of him when he would go during the one hour you go on the roof to smoke. He just, but you don't have to go, and he would still go. He he needed the air, and the fist came. Wow! Yeah, every day, uh, almost every day. Yikes! I but mean, didn't you that's learn- how hard it is to kick smoking. <laughs> if you are uh, right, <laughs> heroin, you don't have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I um, okay, so. Well, that is terrifying enough in itself, but it right. seems like in that situation, you're in one of those places where they're like, we're keeping, these are the people yeah. who are not ready for a prison environment and we're right. keeping them in this area where this happens. You're thinking so, a hardcore prison. Let's say you do something right. that gets you into like general population or right. whatever it is. Like, so not, you know, you're not necessarily in with the, you know, murderers and rapists, but you're right. in with some pretty fucking yeah, like I've, hardcore I've yeah, yeah, yeah. dudes. Okay. Right. So the then Kickstarter ha- money. <laughs> 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 I'll be your lawyer. Right. I would like to think. I'll argue that all the favors that I gave my listeners comes back in <laughs> That's when I come in and I get a good lawyer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I see what you're saying. Or, or, or an alibi or, or two. Yeah, I I fuck the biggest guys there. I, I see what you're saying. Right. <laughs> it wasn't necessary. Oh, oh, oh you, you ask. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Why is why would I assume that? <laughs> <laughs> all right, I think we can move on from that. I feel like that's answered all the questions that we need to answer. Have you ever been to Australia? No. Either I of you? So wanna go. We Never do wanna been. go, but Absolutely. yeah, no, I haven't been there. It's a commitment. You got to be on a plane for a while. Right. Yeah. I mean, look, here's the thing. I'm not the person to tell that to because I make that commitment, you know, a lot of times every year. It's actually not that far. But I, the thing that I will, I, I'd like to know, having never been there, but you have like audience there, listeners and stuff from there. What, what do you, what are your impressions 
of Australia as an American? Uh, they're, they're actually really nice. I wanted to say something sarcastic and shitty, but they're so sweet. I was looking for sarcastic and shitty, but you... <laughs> I think the nicest is uh, Canada, they're the nicest, and Australia, they're the nicest. Yeah, Those it's... Interesting. Places. That's an interesting... <clears throat> like, so, as an American, like, to say that about Canada, isn't that, like... Uh, you know, yeah, you can't. You're not meant to say that Canada's the nicest. Oh, right? Canada's like our little brother. You know, right. we just sort of like push him around, yeah. and then people admit, yeah, and then Ameri- we go visit. Like, you know, we're your little brother. Let us in. Right. Americans admit that Canada's the nicest and that it's the cleanest and this kind of thing. But America's uh, gritty and will take care of like Henderson, our little baby. Yeah, right. Okay, you know? so you're, you're like you're, you're naive, Canada, but it, it's, yeah. it's it's nice. It's nice. It's, yeah. You're nice. You never offend. You, you, guys are great. You're, you guys are great with your cute way of talking and universal healthcare. But when <laughs> right. shit needs to fucking get done, I'll take care. Yeah, you've got fucking three submarines, dude. Like, like that's not gonna fucking get shit done. Mm-hmm. You make us feel young, Canada. Right. Ah, you're beautiful. <laughs> yes. No, I love your naive view of the world, but you know when right. shit actually goes down. No one's going, where's Canada? I went to, I, we, we were at Canada. We did a Keith and Girl show there. Uh-huh. And, you know, we're, we're walking around and they have hot dog carts like they do in New York or anywhere. But I noticed the condiments are on the like a customer side, yeah. you know? So you would take your own relish, your own whatever. And I asked somebody, I go, what, what, how do what you if, trust this? How do you trust people? They're going to come by and they're just going to fucking throw the condiments like an asshole. And they go, well, we don't do that. I'm like, oh, look at that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I guess that's, yeah. guess that's how it works. A lesson, yeah. You know, and do then that? We taught them a lesson. Yes, people would do that. And yeah. we just threw it all around. All right. You guys need some guns <laughs> to stop people from doing that. What you need to do is put that on the other side and get a gun to stop people from doing it. Then you're a real country, Canada. Now, that's interesting because in Australia, they've just started doing the... Um, because the big thing about American sports that I do actually quite enjoy is your, uh, your, like your, your kids cams or your audience cams or the right. people like that in like game entertainment aspect. The thing that I enjoy about it, Americans are by nature participants, right? Like, you know, so if someone puts a camera on you in America, <laughs> like people would like fucking dance and like, oh, this is my time. Like, oh my God, you're calling that participants? We call it idiot monkeys <laughs> right but like we're such morons like, oh, oh that's me that's me do something now i gotta do something well i think it's nice like in australia if someone gets out of camera like at least traditionally it's changing a little bit because of that globalization of that kind of selfie culture or whatever right. but like in the old days in australia if like you know you took out a camera people would like cover their face and walk away whereas like if in america you like we were filming something in Times square do you and- see what comes of this do you see all the <sighs> shitty reality shows that right. we have have about garbage human beings doing garbagey things lovely human beings excuse me doing garbage things and we idolize them that's what's happening because right now i wasn't making a positive uh, (laughs) (laughs) about my bad (laughs) (laughs) what were you gonna say that you were shooting something in times square Uh, we shot something in times square and like it was like people were like we had a crowd of people walking behind me like who were just joining in we had not asked them it was like a musical was about to break out like people were about to start dancing behind us because there was a fucking camera people were getting my autograph because I had been filmed doing something like they didn't know who I was they were like that is enough (laughs) yep (laughs) 
Anyway, I'm not sure what my point was, <laughs> but there was one, and it was going to be excellent. That America is great and beautiful, and you're mm-hmm. happy to run for president. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay. And you're right. Uh, when it comes to sports and stuff, people uh, do interact. You're watching uh, baseball. We'll throw some batteries at a player, this kind of thing. <laughs> so, yeah, it's fun to be part of it. This is what I was going to say. Okay. Uh, the kiss cam, the blah, blah, blah cam. People actually do it. In Australia, we've never had those things, and I believe it's because an Australian will get their balls out. Like, that's an Australian thing to do. Like, if someone's pointing a camera at you, They'll take like, out their someone will take their testicles out or, like, you know, drop yeah. their pants and ruin it for everybody. Ruin it? Well, or make, make it, it better, wonderful. Right? Well, they will think it's better, too. You, I, I don't know if you saw this story, but the, we just had our Super Bowl, like, the big Australian football sort of, like, grand final. Congratulations. Was, yep. Uh, yeah, I, I, I wasn't much part of it, but I appreciate it. <laughs> I'll pass it on to my country. Uh, so... Um, <clears throat> During the entertainment, in one of the corporate boxes, right. uh, at the end of the game, a young lady who was in there took off all her clothes, all right. right? And so there's been a bit of controversy about whether, like, you know, she was paid by the people in the box to take off her clothes uh, or mm. she was just an overly exuberant fan. But in Australia, people tend to take off their clothes, like streakers at the football Have and you the done it? cricket and stuff. No, I don't like to take off my clothes in front of people You're not really who into I'm sports, intimate with. <laughs> it's yeah, no, I'm into sports, but that's I what keeps that's what keeps me away from the games. <laughs> it's like I don't want people to see me naked, like no? even people that I like. <laughs> Why? What's the issue? Nothing really. Like no. it's just my issue. You know what I mean? Like there's nothing really. I don't think particularly wrong. It's like, just yours. My body might write. I don't, I don't, but no, but I don't even want to see it. Like, I'm not a pants... Like, I mean, I know you with Mr. Fucking doesn't even wear sleeves in polite company. Doesn't give a fuck. But, like, I bet you're just fucking the minute you get in your house, you just rip that shit off like you're the fucking Hulk. But, I, like, I am not one of those people who's just walking around dangling my shit on stuff. I feel like that's, like, gross, right? <laughs> This is where body, this right, is where guys? he's conservative, guys. Right, right. <laughs> this is where the line is. The sleeves on the shirt. <laughs> so, um, I'm just kind of like I just don't want my like. like I mean, I just don't random hairs and like you know like your, now I want to see it. Kind of b- what will it into take? How much money you got on your keep? Let's take a look. I hear. Yeah, it's a ah, I hear. I hear his life is worth five bucks. You got five bucks right, on you? Right. Let's see it. Yeah, if there was a crazy homeless guy here, you never know how we could wrap this shit up. Where could your hair possibly be that somebody else's hair is not going to be? Well, I don't know. Like, I don't even know. I'll let you know. Let me see. I don't even know what people are doing with hair these days. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like, I was in a very long-term relationship, so I missed the whole period where it transitioned from people having hair to not having hair Mm -hmm. or to what. And then there was a period of time where I, like, where I was, like, in a relationship where I realized that even dudes that were not, like, you know, there's that bit where it's like, Oh, there's guys who are grooming, but you're like, oh, well, I'm not one of those guys, mm-hmm. so that's fine, right? But then, some time while I was away, when I was in the big finger house, right? <laughs> like, fucking even guys who don't groom, kind of groom now. Yeah, yeah so I there's do. like a yeah, right? There's a minimum amount of required grooming, even to look like you don't groom. And I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, that's what we're doing now. Do you like, groom your testicles? Well, I mean, now I do. Yeah, I didn't realize. I mean, but not like. I mean, more trim. Oh, my like, God. Look yeah, at this new know. face that's coming yeah, at me right now. Oh, my goodness. I don't like that people who listen to the podcast have to think about my testicles. 
We're going to. I mean, I know they are, but he's I'm always, sorry. I don't like this. Listen no, to that voice. No, it's fine. You can I, talk I about whatever. It's a very free and honest, it's a safe space. But I just like, there's this thing where I know when they're listening, where you're like, oh, now, I'm, uh, now they can't help but think of my testicles. And I don't like them to think of me as a person who has testicles. I, like to, you know, I think some don't. don't I, like worry. To, I like them to think that I just have like a glow there. Like, you know, when they open the suitcase in like Pulp, Pulp Fiction. Fiction, like it's just something magical that people can't quite imagine Here's what they it is. know is beautiful that's what I imagine Will doesn't want to explain what the testicles are or what's even downstairs it's like he made a song and whatever you get out of it that's what you get out that's of yours, it that's yours he right. doesn't want to explain it and ruin it for you it's not for me to explain right. it if you get that something out of it then whatever that's whatever he thinks there is there what it, yeah exactly that's well, what do you talk about dating like are, are you nervous about dating and and because you were in a long-term relationship, dating is so awkward because you're actually admitting that you like each other, but you have to withhold a lot for a long time. So it's awkward. Very interesting. Well, I mean, not very interesting. I don't know how interesting this is to anyone. Let's call it very. Yeah, let's go with very. <laughs> I got right. fa- Here's another favor for you guys. <laughs> Strap yourself in. I know this episode has already been chock-a-block with favors. Like There might be so many favors out of this one that you can't repay them all. But, but this next story, it uh, seems isn't going to be so interesting. So if you want to use the bathroom or something, come back in five. Now, now, I, now I feel like I'm a now I feel like I'm a, a prostitute on Craigslist who's trying to use a code. Like your favors is like a code for like 150 favors. What does that mean? I'm pretty sure that's uh, pretty sure that's code. I'm pretty sure if I looked that up in Urban Dictionary, that would be code. So um, I uh, yes, I was in a, a, a turbulent, a, a wonderful. Uh, but you know at sometimes turbulent relationship for a long period of time so I've kind of had a, like a couple of years off to be honest like I mean dabbled but like not like anything serious and uh, it's been really interesting like it was kind of almost like I just put that part of my life away for a bit and it's been actually really nice I've been doing a lot more podcasting <laughs> <laughs> If the podcast starts coming out less regularly, you'll know things have changed in my life. Are you are you different when you're dating someone? Uh, do you, do you get all shy? Because even talking about it, your demeanor yes. changes, and your uh, I don't know what is it. This isn't the will I saw on stage. Say that much. Uh, there, I think that's actually that's an interesting thing. That is actually part of it, which is that I because I can never date anyone that like. I met from a show or whatever, right? Which is part of the reason I'm doing so many shows, I'm touring so much, basically the only people I would meet would be from a show. And I could never date someone from a show because that isn't really who I am. And the minute like that someone who actually knows what I'm like is in the room, it's like, ah, oh, now I can't now I can't pretend to be that person because I know that person's like, you're not you're not that angry about that. You're not that like whatever, you know. I do tell Lauren to sit in the back because I can't look at. I tell you know if we're if there's close friends, I ask them not right. so that if the only people I could see are the people in the front, I don't want to see you because I'm doing this thing. And although everything I'm saying is really genuinely me, yeah. there is this I'm on stage and right. it, it doesn't it's even an come off like version. that. I mean, yeah. I don't want to break this to my listeners. I can give a fuck about Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> 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 but we do talk about her a lot, don't we? I'd like to think it was one of those, uh, right then there was like one of those from uh, the final of the new Star Wars films, you know, when Darth Vader, like he became Darth Vader right. and he stood up and he was like, no! <laughs> I'd like to think there was listeners who just, their hearts just broke. 
But, but you were saying how she never shows up to work on time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it is news. That is, that, it's interesting, that, that idea of having to become fascinated with something that you're not necessarily fascinated with, which is right. the nature of like when you're trying to think of things to talk about all the time. Right. There'll suddenly be things that you are and aren't interested in. Right. Well, you know, like there are topics even that we bring up to each other. I mean, when he talks about football, I don't watch football. I don't right. really give a shit, but I have to talk to him about it, and it can't just be... You know, me going snooze alert. You know, right. 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 Although, it, it but also, sometimes. I would have thought. Also, I mean, again, I, I mean, some some of these comments might be a little self serving, but I often think that if two people are having a conversation about that, that's a that's like there might be some people out there who are like, well, I don't understand mm-hmm. it as much as he does, it, but you're their voice, right? You're Hurley, yeah. you're Hurley from Lost, and I'm not saying that because your hair is slightly similar. If you ever watched Lost, I you never did you? It. No, okay, don't tell okay. Well, anyway, Hurley, that, it's not a. It, I, I'm very complimentary is, is of you, ugly? but that's not a compliment. He's a big fat guy. He was oh, the big okay. fat guy. Okay. But I need the hair. Well, I'm no working other. on it, Will. I don't know what to tell you. I, I'm eating salad. I used to like my body, but now that I think about that it. That wasn't what I was saying. I was halfway through that sentence and I was like, this is a terrible comparison. But the, You don't remind me of a oh boy, nobody. Right. Mm-hmm. It just no, hit me. The only reason I was saying that was that the job of Hurley on that show was to be the voice of the people. Mm. Like, he was the one person on the island when all the crazy shit was happening whose job it was to go, This is fuck is this crazy shit that's happening? (laughs) Oh, I see. Like, none of this makes sense. (laughs) And I'm pretty sure none of this will get resolved satisfactorily. (laughs) I will be angry at the creator of this show forever, no matter what else they do. I bet he ruins aliens as well. I'm going to gain weight. I like this guy. At the end of the show, he goes, I'm confused. (laughs) 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 End of every episode, he's like, I bet at least a half of this won't pay off. (laughs) I wonder if today had to do with anything. (laughs) If we've been dead the whole time, I'm going to feel betrayed. (laughs) Even if that's not technically true and people misunderstood the ending. (laughs) <laughs> he says. All right, well, um, hey, uh, Keith and the girl. Oh. It's that's it. That's the well I mean it's not it. Like normally I start. You don't now we get me. killed. <laughs> yeah, normally I kill one this of the it, one of the two guests. <laughs> it's your choice. That's the nice thing. Let's fight. Uh, basically the listeners have been voting, they've been listening live All right. and uh, they get to I'm, I'm gaining weight, you guys. I'm going to be the last guy. Vote for me. Right. Well, you just, to be honest, we just realized we had a big crossover with the audience who went and saw the Hunger Games, and we saw an opportunity as a podcast. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> one person gets killed ironically. It'll be something that you joked about earlier. Uh, that'll, be the, that'll be the funny twist at the end. Could I buy you a beer? Right, yeah. <laughs> uh, you won't get killed. Um, unfortunately, I'm going to have to... I have weed. Uh, I'm killing with you with a Frisbee that you provided. <laughs> it's uh, okay, because I have a boomerang, and oh, I can well, get you fine. first and get my weapon back. Right, that always, yeah, that, that's a good point. Do so, you know how to use a boomerang? Is that common? No, it's not, no. Okay. Is it like Frisbees here? Because... No. We love Frisbees here. Look, right. Now Day he's offended. <laughs> yeah, frisbees are great. Like, don't get me wrong. Frisbees are fantastic. But... Um, Although frisbees are one of those things that like... Uh, Use up too much material. Well, fris- to me, a frisbee is a lot like a... Um, it's like like it's like it's a table tennis table or like a billiards table. It's one of those things that it was cool to have a friend whose dad had one, <laughs> but the actual practicalities of having one... Like, you don't play that much ping pong. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? As I learned when I bought a ping pong table. But anyway, <laughs> that's a story for another time. Still out the back of my house in Sydney if someone wants a free ping pong table. Uh, <laughs> 
So I um, here's what I want to know. Yes. People want to listen to your podcast. How do they find it? What do they need to know? How can they follow you on social media and like all those sort of, you know. Oh, you're saying things. it like it's a lot of homework and it's not. You go to keithandthegirl.com. Everything's right there. We suggest you subscribe on iTunes so it comes to your feed automatically, of course. And that's what we're talking about. Yeah, we're Keith and the Girl on every social media and also on iTunes. So if you just plug in Keith and the Girl to however way you like to do things, you'll find us. See, that's a very simple way of doing that. How- Can you imagine if we were Keith and Chemda? Then we have to have a whole other conversation right now about I it. mean, it'd be worse if you were Keith and Chemda uh, 64 or something. Right. right. <laughs> There'd be like 63 others who got it really... Or one person who was like really into like uh, tracking early podcasts <laughs> and buying up early podcast sites because they fucking were a visionary. They were like, every time, oh, I've got all these. I've got the first 64. Then she won't want to be 64. That'll be the... That'll be the one. Well, I'll, no- I'll notice like Keith would be spelled wrong and somebody buys that up. Keith and the girls, somebody right. will buy that up. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's an interesting thing because like sometimes we talk to people and they have to be the like, you know, oh one or there's a guy who does this uh, podcast, an Australian guy called Ash Williams and uh, the famous character from um, Evil Dead is Ash Williams. Yeah. So all the Ash Williams, like Twitters and Facebooks and whatever, are people being this fictional character from Evil Dead. So he can't be that Ash Williams. He should be real Ash Williams. Right. So I don't think, you you probably have never had, I imagine you're the number one Google search on your name. There's not I another. Am. Yeah. I, you know what I didn't get is Instagram because I was too late. I just got on Instagram like an old person. Right. And so I had to go uh, Chemda K-A-T-G. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just the one. Yeah, but okay. I have chemda.com and everything else is chemda. What about you, Keith? Are you the number one Keith search if people? I there's a, there's a country singer that okay. uh, that comes up, so hopefully he'll pass soon. But right. uh, <laughs> no, I, you don't want that. That's, I, then, yeah. he'll, then he'll get a bump. That's I, his sweet bump. That's true. I am the number one Keith Malley, so that feels okay. Good. Well, that's yeah. yeah, that's good. It was a big moment in this podcast. There's people that uh, who, who listen regularly, but there may be first time listeners who've come in because of you guys being here and welcome thanks for listening uh it was a big moment for this podcast because this podcast is named after russell crowe's band mm-hmm. russell crowe's band were called 30 odd foot of grunts uh and then they were called the ordinary fear of god both of those is toe fog uh and so we called our podcast toe fop because i'm obsessed by the music of russell crowe probably not in a good way but anyway here's the point uh, the greatest moment in the history of this podcast was when on Google Predictive Text, if you put in T-O-F-O and oh, it wow. came up, this podcast, not Russell Crowe's band. Yes. That was our moment. Yeah, that's that when was, you know you could quit your job. That was our Independence Day. Wait, <laughs> Russell Crowe definitely looks like he has a sense of humor, so he probably gets a kick out of that. That you guy's know, all smiles. Do you know, Russell Crowe, okay, well, you'll enjoy this. Uh, uh, so you're like an American football fan. Yeah. Uh, in Australia, they play a game called Rugby League. Now, Rugby League is like a really tough, like guys smashing into each other, you know, without yeah. any padding, like game, right? So it's the predominant sporting game in like New South Wales and Queensland. Russell Crowe owns one of the teams, right? He is the owner of one of the teams, the South Sydney Rabbitohs. They were a team that have, like, one of the oldest teams in the history of the competition, but they've been unsuccessful for, like, I don't even know how many years, 50 years, 60 years, whatever. They haven't won a pennant, right? Like the Jets, right? Mm -hmm. To the point where they went out of the competition. They were so bad, they actually folded as a club, and for years, then they had to rally to get the club back into the competition, right? Russell Crowe bought the team. Part of them getting back into the competition was Russell Crowe, like, saving them and buying the team because he loves the team so much. 
They uh, think he's really a gladiator and right. he's going to play. <clears throat> well, just for the record, one day during the game, he did put his thumb out the window and do the thumbs down like in gladiators uh-huh. at the game. <laughs> yeah, he's that person. He's right. like, Jeez. he's both the worst person and the best person in the world all wrapped into one and you're not sure from time to time whether you love or hate him he's for like, the exact same things. You know, he's like, I'm going to make a joke, mate. And he does the right. thumb. He's like, mm, that was good. They enjoyed like, it. Seriously, like often halfway through a sentence, yeah. you'll change your mind about whether you like him. He's, he's essentially like a human personality version of that two-faced person from Seinfeld. <laughs> like you just never fucking know depending on the angle, right? Like, But anyway... To his great credit, this weekend, for the first time in however many years it is, his team, the Rabbitohs, are playing in like the the grand final, the Super Bowl of like rugby league, uh-huh. and like it's the biggest mm-hmm. deal. And it's yeah. So there you go. So you know what? I don't have a dog in that fight, but for all the jokes I've made about Russell Crowe over all these years, including the Russell Rock quiz we did at Live Tofu. I loved it. Uh, so uh, that people, was so good. Mm-hmm. Oh, you guys have to get. Oh, uh, so we should just quickly talk about that. Sorry, that's what I meant about finishing up. I start to. Say it, and then it's like fucking Lord of the Rings. I just keep going. <laughs> I um, t- let's talk about uh, the podcast festival because this is a good thing for people to know. Because if they miss the the live Tofop Tofop show, if they lis- miss the live dollop that I appeared on with Dave Anthony and Gareth Reynolds, if they miss your show, which I watched on the live feed because I wasn't down there that day, I watched you guys on the live feed before I went down. Uh, and they can, which I thought was fantastic. Thank you. Phew. I was actually going to say something like that and it would have sounded better if you hadn't had leaned in. <laughs> but, uh, I couldn't take the risk. I couldn't take the risk. <laughs> <laughs> I'll cut it out. <laughs> I'll let it at the end out. <laughs> I, I want to just say something about your show, your live show that we caught um, while we were at PodFest. It was magic. It was amazing. You put all your energy on stage and then you feed the audience. The audience feeds you back and you just get more and more incredible as time goes. You are... And then at the end, you, you're you so grateful and, and you know that you're there for a reason, that everyone's there for a reason. And it's it was it's it, it left us with such a good feeling. And, and you really are a true entertainer and a wonderful person. I'll cut that out. Too. No, I really um, liked it. So- I, I was so... <laughs> and, you, and you have a beautiful body, I'm sure. <laughs> In fact, I'll do the opposite. I'll, no, edit both, I'll, I'll, I'll edit both those comments in after everything I say for the whole podcast. The podcast will go three and a half hours, but you guys will just be constantly commenting on my body, which will be particularly weird in the one where I'm talking about not wanting anyone to see me naked. <laughs> like, you know what? I wanted to talk to you at, at PodFest to let you know that, you know, off air and as normal people do, but I'm like, he's not going to remember this. Now it's going to be remembered because you're recording it. Okay. So uh, the thing that I was going to say, and that's very nice of you to say but the thing that i was going to say is, is that people can uh, download the live feed of podfest for the next three weeks i mean uh, a lot of people will end up putting the podcast up anyway and i the, the the deal that i've made with my audience is if people can't afford to watch the live stream or if that's not their sort of thing then the podcast is going to come out uh, uh at the end of the month like after the live streams finish but if people want to watch it because we did a lot of visual stuff oh, there yeah. was like you know there was a lot of stuff that will only really make sense if you're watching the live stream um so you can go on there you can watch all the shows from the podcast festival for the whole weekend uh if you put in the code uh tofop you get five dollars off i forgot to do that when i did my own live stream because <laughs> i'm a fucking idiot so i can't blame you if you didn't do it it's when you just check out you you're just giving back yeah i was yeah. like i just cost myself twelve dollars because i didn't get the kickback <laughs> and i paid extra i was like god i'm a fucking idiot i can't believe i can even put out this podcast anyway 
we will end up putting it out. But my point is there were so many great podcasts at the festival. You can watch them all for just fucking 20 bucks. So do that and like uh, check out the podcast. Make sure you check out uh, Keith and the Girl. Is it what If you were going to recommend people who haven't listened before, just listen to the most recent episode or is yeah. there like a episode they should go to? Listen to the most recent just to, you know, that, so you don't feel like uh, we tricked you sending you to one that, Pick, pick whatever you want. I say go most recent. I also think, you know, if you can give us like two or three shows to listen to, because I feel like there's a rhythm to every podcast right. that once you get in that rhythm, I feel like you you can more embrace it and, and get... And get, get our get, flow, yeah. Yeah. So uh, absolutely. I great. mean, like, I think the best podcasts are the ones where, the, you know, you're really there for the relationship. You don't, yeah. re- you don't really care what they're talking about. Like, in fact, in some ways, you've lost the battle when... It has to be about something. Like it should be about like I'm just entertained by right. the way they talk to each other, whatever they talk about. Right. So we're whole yeah, if you give us two to three, I think right. I think you'll find that. Yeah. No, I think that's really good advice. And in fact I say that anytime I recommend a new podcast, give it like two or three listens. Yeah, a couple of different episodes and see if you get into the rhythm of it. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you guys here. I'm glad you made some time while you're in town. Thank you for uh, having us. Thank you everybody for listening to the podcast. Um uh, oh, look, I'll tell you about gigs I have this week uh, and then I will uh, shut up. You can all uh, listen to the uh, other podcasts where I plug everything else. But uh, this week I'm at Rooster Teeth Feathers, uh, which is in uh, Sunnyvale for uh, five shows. And uh, my Sydney Opera House uh, final night of the Illuminati tour, January 19, Concert Hall, Sydney Opera House. Uh, it, it's already half sold out, so uh, getting quick for that. Um, uh, so that's going to be a pretty huge night. Justin Hamilton doing support for that. Uh, all right, uh, that's it. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you again soon. And a didgeridoo to you. <laughs>